This is Ashley Kelsch, and you are listening to Life Coaching for Modern Renegades, episode number 61. Welcome to Modern Renegades Podcast. This is a life coaching podcast for the person who wants to learn how to lose themselves in the moment, not life circumstances. Each week, we will explore mental and spiritual practices that will inspire you to ask, seek, and heal. They are for the modern renegade. They are for you. Well, happy Saturday, renegades. How was your week? Did you take time to consider all the fucking great things you did? How hard you worked? How turned on you were? Tell me you were present for some of that. Tell me you're not giving yourself a hard time. Should have done more. Could have done more. Still got to do. Please tell me you're giving equal airtime to all of the amazing things you're doing. I had a moment happen this week. I was not feeling well. Call it that cedar fever. And so I let myself take a nap. And sometimes if I nap during the day, it's kind of weird. It's like I'm not fully asleep because part of my brain is like, you shouldn't be doing this. You're so lazy. People are going to find out. <laughs> like just this constant rhetoric. So I woke up from it and I was thinking like, you're such a terrible person. And I got this message from a sweet friend of mine who is taking this course. I can't remember if it was like Tara Brock, but it's it's a course on meditation. And and my brain was like, your friend, <laughs> sorry, it's so funny to me. Your friend is going to be so much more enlightened than you. She's going to get there faster. You suck. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, really? This is what you're going to do today? No, you're not. <laughs> so I texted her and I was like, I just want you to know that my brain was like competing for enlightenment with you. <laughs> God, that's a little inside scoop because <laughs> that's A, I guess how competitive I am and B, just how fucking ridiculous brains are. God. Anyway, I hope you all like enjoy these little intros that I do every week because I can't just like jump right in to all the juicy juice. I've got to share with you what's going on in my life just a little bit, right? Doesn't that make it a little more entertaining? But certainly gives us more time together. Well, anyway, today to jump right in, here we go. I was thinking about, because I've been hearing about those relationships, you've been like carrying them with you all these years, wondering if you'd ever get a second chance. You're dating, but you still kind of believe in the back of your mind that this person might be the one or is the one. And this is definitely something that is in the air right now. I'm not sure what's going on in the world. Perhaps it's this pandemic and people are connecting. I don't know. But I have been hearing from quite a few people that this whole blast from the past has arrived and you just can't believe it. And as you've heard, if you follow my Instagram, these people, I'm telling you, it's happened to me. It's happening to a lot of people. And you're like, after all this time, you've been given another chance and you don't want to fuck it up. I have heard from these people a variety of things like, I can't do what I did last time. I have got to do it differently. I've got to take it slower. You know, I put too much pressure on him last time. He's just not in a place for that right now. If I'm too vocal, I'll scare her away. She needs space and time to decide. And then it's evolved to, 
I feel like they just unload on me, but they don't really ask anything about me. They don't communicate with me at all. I send messages and I don't hear back for days. I would like to know what we are doing, but they don't even have time to see me right now. How do I even begin to ask for a label? Before too long, it's turned into, this is exactly what happened last time. She needed space and was feeling too much pressure. And now I think she's pulling away again. Or he's doing it again. He's canceling plans. I can't tell if he's in or out. Our relationship label is one-sided, just like before. I feel like I'm having emotional whiplash, one client told me. Another said, I can't trust him. My walls are up. And here's the thing, renegades. This person might do exactly what they did before. And it may end again. And you might be right. They deserve to be sent to fuck off island. But here's the real issue. You are 100% invested in finding out if this is your second chance. The thoughts you have are leading the way. There is zero question of whether or not you're going to pursue the relationship. You have chosen your destination. The real question is, do you want to map this out and make it as comfortable as possible? Or do you want the road to take you wherever it takes you? What I want you to consider today is how do you want to go about getting there to your destination? How do you want to feel on this journey? When I found myself in this position of having these beliefs of, (laughs) I know this isn't something or someone I would want to pursue. And then also had these beliefs of, it was always going to be this person. And then the sweet universe gave me an opportunity to find out what I really believed. I got to be real. You know what? I thought, I thought this is going to be a train wreck followed by, and there is no way I'm not not boarding this train. Because <laughs> that's how this shit is sometimes, right? What do we say about our brains every week? That's right, class. Brains are a motherfucker. Let's say it together now. Brains are a motherfucker. When you are thinking about going on a vacation or a road trip, how much time do you spend playing out all the what ifs? Dreading the worst case scenarios, imagining just how horrible it's going to be getting there if you even make it alive. Hardly, right? Usually when we're planning a trip, there's an air of excitement about going somewhere new. You're imagining the activities, the sights you'll see, the food you'll try. You're researching all the restaurants, reading reviews, looking at hotels, all the scenic shit you can drive by on the way there. And sure, Of course, you're realistic and practical about what could happen, but more than not, you are fantasizing about getting away from it all. When I'm getting ready for a road trip, I try to imagine, for example, the next 15 hours in the car, and I ask myself, how can I make this as relaxing as possible for me? (laughs) How can I set myself up for a day that I know is going to be long, probably a little uncomfortable, with a lot of uncertainty? How can I make it as cozy and comfy as possible? Well, I start with, you know what? This road trip, being in a car, it's forward movement. It's time to meditate and reflect. I create playlists to set the mood. Oftentimes the music is kind of has like a theme to where I'm going. I wear soft clothing that I can layer 
and unlayer, shoes that I can easily slip on and off. I'll pack a cooler, all my favorite snacks, paper towels, toilet paper, wet wipes, hand sanitizers, all the shit, books on tape, podcast on the queue. I know that there will be bumps in the road. I fill the car up with gas before I leave town. Flat tires, total possibility. But you know what I mean? I got the extra. I got the spare. Because I prepare for these things. I don't think too much about the possibility of running over a sweet, innocent raccoon or visualize its tiny hands in my headlights. But I do know it could happen. Because it did happen. But I certainly didn't spend hours or days or weeks fretting about it beforehand. Don't ask me how I felt about after. So anyway, you have to set yourself up mentally and prepare for what you can. You hope that when you arrive at your hotel to check in, that you're given an upgrade with the most amazing room and view. And of course you want turndown service, breakfast included. Is there a possibility that you will have an insanely long day on the road, get to the hotel, find out that your room isn't ready? Sure, that's a possibility. Could you be halfway there? and get a phone call that they're going to have to close because of COVID restrictions and ask that you find somewhere else to stay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a possibility. Who knew? Obviously, you will be disappointed. But I imagine in that situation, you wouldn't waste much time thinking, this is your fault and pandemics always happen when you go on vacation. But instead, you might just start looking for somewhere to stay nearby, right? You'd hit that Google figure out what to do, and then re-enter a new destination into your GPS, you'd be determined to make sure you weren't going to be stranded in the middle of nowhere, helpless. On your journey, I imagine you wouldn't spend a lot of time and energy thinking about the things you passed. You wouldn't look back or want to go back to see what had happened before on the road. It's not really useful, right? But we do this all the time looking for evidence from our past and why it didn't work out. For example, and sticking with our road trip analogy, while driving somewhere near the Texas-New Mexico border, you might swerve to miss running over a giant tarantula in the desert, and the passenger might have missed seeing this fluffy, spiny creature, and the driver might insist that they turn the car around so the passenger can witness terrifying things that give them nightmares in real life so that you can see it and there you are, you're going back and then the driver runs it over for reals this time on accident. Except this time the passenger sees it right before the driver takes its furry little life. But the driver isn't convinced that they ran it over and, and wants to do another drive-by because they can't believe that just happened. That the driver nearly took the car off the road to swerve and miss the tarantula the first time only to go back and then run it over. This is a true story. And it's not unlike the reality of spending time going back in our minds, playing out what we saw last time. I recently heard that closure is you going back to hear again what you already know. I've been there. That's all part of the process, though, renegades. We've all been there. Maybe you believe it's going to work out this time. Maybe you need more information on why it's not meant to be. I don't know. Only you know. But remember, this isn't happening to you. You are choosing it. It's easy to forget that when we are consumed with and being romanticized with all of the thoughts about a second chance, it feels like a dream getting to try again. If it works out this time, it will make what happened before worth it. Renegades, we got to get the stories out on paper. All the sides, every angle, all the views. Highlight the contradicting thoughts. Example, I always thought she was the one. 
and she doesn't like spending a lot of time together. Do those align with you, for you? See what you believe versus where you are in the process. Is there cognitive dissonance? This is when you have two opposing beliefs in your mind that cause contradictory behaviors and attitudes. And bear in mind, when you are making your way from one belief to the next, you will feel and find yourself navigating a river of suck. Sometimes it's like treading water. Other times it feels like you're swimming upstream, while other times it may feel as if you're being pulled back to where you started, from where you started. I can't help but think of Dory from Finding Nemo, her loss of memory, and the whole just keep swimming. Just be like a goldfish, six-second memory, and don't spend time beating yourself up about any of it. You look at what happened, you learned from it, and then you let it the fuck go. Just keep swimming. Do you want to question what every text means and create self-doubt over the texts that aren't being sent? Constantly looking for evidence as to how this person is behaving just like they were? Of course you don't. And look, these are the streets that you, maybe you're used to going down. But don't forget, this is not on the roadmap to where we're going. Get the fuck out of here. It's under construction. Because we're blowing up roads of self-doubt. We're paving new streets called confidence. Am I right? Decide if you want to believe this other person when they say, I'll communicate with you if I'm no longer interested in trying to make this work. And then believe it. Decide to trust when he's not calling. It's not because something is wrong with you or the relationship. Tell your brain where to go and then go. Be clear on how you want to feel on this ride. Calm, smooth, gentle. Ask yourself, how can I give that to myself right now? How can I create those feelings? What thoughts would I need to be thinking? The number one trend that I have noticed with most of the people talking about these relationships is that they are not willing to communicate on their behalf. They don't want to fuck it up. And in doing so, they are fucking themselves. They are completely distracted. They have a ton of energy going towards trying to figure it out on their own. They're upset and they're very uncomfortable. I just read a quote from Mark Groves. If you want to live a full life, you have to tell the truth. Anything that is held together by you playing small or silencing your voice is only secure when you are not you. So that means you feel secure, but you don't feel safe to be yourself. When we speak the truth, our relationships are invited to either fracture or deepen. The container that holds our relationship will either break or expand. Either way, we are set free. In order to go back, both parties are going to have to be brutally honest with each other. Be willing to have the uncomfortable conversations about what went wrong last time, how you think this will be different, how you want it to go. Put that in the GPS and work back together the roadmap about what it's going to look like for you both to get there. This could be the most amazing work for both of you, regardless of what it looks like at the destination or the outcome. And lastly, Renegades, sometimes you have to risk losing someone to save yourself. All right, until next week, stay and think sexy. Hey, Renegades, if you're finding the tools and concepts I'm sharing each week about your brain on dating, you won't want to miss out on working with me one-on-one. I've just launched my program, Wake Up Before Another Breakup, and in just eight weeks, you won't question if you can trust yourself to date, 
or why you can't find the one. Head on over to modernrenegades.com forward slash programs to learn more about it and how you can work with me. Let's learn how to lose ourselves in the moment, not the man.